Hello and welcome again to Money Tips. This is Charles Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate and enjoy more money. Uh, I'm the, the author of the book Yes Money Can Buy You Happiness and I also spent uh, around about 25 years in financial services helping hundreds and thousands of people uh, with, their, with their finances. So I saw how people organise their money uh, which, which is why I, I wrote the book because you can organize yourself to, to build wealth over over time obviously it's not a get rich quick thing but uh, a lot of people say to you things like I mean you might have heard this expression oh it was all right in your day it was okay then but you can't do that now you know you you could uh, you can um, you could build a, a property fortune in the 80s and 90s and the 2000s but now it's, it's, it's not possible now because uh, prices have gone up too much it was easy in your day that that's the, the expression it was easier in your day I hear this all the time. In fact, it, it wasn't. That's a false assumption. Things may have seemed easier in the past. Um, some aspects of it were easier. Maybe there was uh, uh, cheaper prices of property, but interest rates were very high. When I first bought my uh, property, interest rates, I, I think I paid 16 and a quarter percent and lending was very tight. You had to go and almost beg building society managers. Oh yes, well, we might grant you a mortgage. We'll have a look at it. We'll have a look at your application and we'll let you know. This is, this is the way they were. Yeah, we'll have a look at it. Yeah, okay, I'll have a look at it and let you know. They were, they were so arrogant. They were king of the, the castle, as it were. So yeah, some things were better. Some things were not. There, 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 wasn't, there, wasn't buy, there were not buy-to-let mortgages uh, until um the, the 2000s i think they started to come in late 90s 2000s anyway there was a period when buy to let mortgages started to build up and so they weren't they were not always around it was in the 90s wasn't it the mid 90s when the uh arla the association of residential letting agency got together with lenders and said Let, let's put a buy to to let scheme in place before that you had to go to commercial lenders and they would charge very high interest rates 20 percent sometimes to give you a mortgage to buy what they considered was a commercial deal, which was a, was a buy to let. So, you know, this idea that, you know, you, you can't do this anymore. Like you could look at big companies and say, well, well, they've had all these years, to 100 years to build this big company. You can't do that now, can you? Well, I'm going to show you why that is, is nonsense. Because today, Tesla, which is a very recent company, how long has it been going? 10 years or, or, or whatever. Um, Tesla has now become the second largest car manufacturer in the world by by uh, by by share price by stock market valuation they've overtaken Volkswagen they're now bigger than Volkswagen they're bigger than General Motors and Honda put together they're, they're bigger than uh, let me look FCA Nissan Ford BMW and uh, all of those put together they're bigger than BMW and Daimler Benz put together so you know, they're worth 100 billion now, which is bigger than Volkswagen. As I said, if you take Honda and uh, Mercedes-Benz or Honda and uh, uh, Ford and BMW, put all, you know, they're worth more than these companies. It's unbelievable. And, and yeah, they only make manufacture uh, about 300,000 cars. But other these other companies are manufacturing millions of cars. And I, I mean, I, I do doubt that share price because I think the company hasn't even made a profit yet. They're losing you know, hundreds of millions, but they're apparently basing it on the future expected earnings and value of that company and the fact that they've opened this plant in Shanghai now and, you know, everything is going electric. But, but I'm, I'm sure that 
the Volkswagens, the General Motors and the Hondas and all those companies will have to respond with uh, cheaper electric cars. So we, we shall have to see how that, that story pans out. But it's interesting that, uh, you know, this company wasn't started that long ago. Uh, Elon Musk is, is the guy that um, uh, started it, who, who I believe started PayPal and then sold it. And uh, today's share price has more than doubled since last October when the, 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 the firm reported a rare quarterly profit. Well, they had a, a slight profit. So, uh, but up to that point, they've been losing, losing billions. Um, so, so, so there you go. Toyota has a stock market value of 230 billion. So they're still much bigger. But uh, it, it's interesting to see, and you know, and, and you've got to remember also that Toyota and Nissan, the Japanese companies, only really got going really in the 80s as part of the world uh, scene. Up to that point, the market was dominated by General Motors and Ford, wasn't it? They they were the companies that were starting. You know, remember Henry Ford, you know, 100 years ago now, uh, starting Fords and the Model T Ford, and and th these were the companies that dominated the market. So, if if Toyota said, well, we can't win against the Americans, so what's the point? Why don't we just buy their cars? Or if Elon Musk has said, well, you can't start a car company because it's all dominated by all the others, then he wouldn't have done that, would he? Um, now, I'm not saying you can all go out and start a car company. I'm just, what I'm illustrating here is that th these companies are now uh, valuable and, and they've only started in the last few years. And, you know, if, if you look at Elon Musk, he... he He's only become a, a billionaire in the last 20 years. So and then, then you look at the, the hundred largest companies in the world. What what now, the biggest companies used to be companies like General Motors and some of the oil companies and manufacturing companies and GE General Electric, which I believe is a, is a, a company that goes go, has its roots back with uh, Edison, Thomas Edison. Uh, Bell, which had its roots back to Alexander Graham Bell, I think, you know, the, the phone company. Uh, you know, the, the invention of that modern day phone. Uh, so, you know, those were the companies that dominated the market in terms of their size. But now it's not true. Now, companies that have only really been going since the 80s and, and maybe 90s are now bigger than those companies and dwarf them by size. And they are tech companies. They're not companies that manufacture that much. I mean, all right, Apple is a manufacturing company, but they're not heavy industry type of companies. They don't have any real physical assets as, as some of these other companies do but apple microsoft amazon alphabet which is the owner of google they're all worth around the trillion dollar mark that's over nearly a thousand billion dollars and nearly the, in, in the trillions of dollars the, these companies so you know if you look at their size they probably dominate most of the market just those four companies uh Berkshire Hathaway is Warren Buffett's investment vehicle, so he owns lots of different companies. Facebook worth uh, 500 uh, uh, billion, and uh, then then you you look down, then then there's some banks, and the only old company I can see there is Johnson and Johnson uh, and Visa. There, they're they're the only companies I can see that are traditional companies. Berkshire Hathaway would have investments in things like Coca-Cola and McDonald's. You know, most of the companies are, are and then you've got companies like Alibaba, which are, are fast coming up. And the only company that I can, I, there is a company that may be bigger than those, and that will be the Saudi Arabian Aramco, which is really the state-owned oil company of, of Saudi Arabia that has all this oil in the ground. Uh, but other than that, it, it's tech companies. Now, 
and and th those the owners of those tech companies are are all billionaires. You know, from um, Alibaba now is four hundred, nearly five hundred billion. Uh, when did that start? You know, by, by this Jack Ma. You know, who who heard of Jack Ma? He's only started in the last twenty years. Berkshire Hathaway, Warren Buffett is a billionaire, one of the richest men in the world. Uh, the the Google guys, they're billionaires. Amazon, Jeff Bezos is is supposedly the richest man in the world. And then you've also got Bill Gates, Microsoft, and Apple, of course. So all of these companies uh, have, have only in in terms of the size, the length, in terms of the market. When you've got they're they're up against companies that were around a hundred years ago. Um, it, it's amazing how that they've overtaken. I mean, we, we mentioned oil companies, Exxon Mobil, uh, Mobil, Exxon Mobil, which is the SO Exxon, and and uh, and they merged with Mobil Oil, and I think their roots would go back to probably the Rockefeller fortune, who was who was one of the richest men that's ever lived in in real dollar terms. Uh, they're worth three hundred and forty billion, so. You know, you've got a company like Apple and Microsoft and, and Amazon worth three times as much as that company that goes back, you know, more than 100 years to the Rockefeller, you know, company. So it, it, it is quite amazing. So this idea then that I'll just get back to my point, take it back to, to, to now reality when people say, well, it's all right. You could you can't do that now. You can't you can't make a lot of money now. You can't start a business now that, that the conditions are not right. But you can. I mean. What I'm saying is these guys that started these companies, most of the people, most of these companies were started. These top tech companies were started by one or two people, like a, a partnership or a, or one person or, um, you know, Apple, two people. Was it, um, um, you know, Steve Jobs and um, were, were, were Steve Wozniak. And then you had uh, Microsoft started by Bill Gates and the other guy, I can't remember his name. Uh, so. Uh, most of these companies have been started by single or or, or two entrepreneurs, and they, they got they obviously got investment. They didn't just start it. I mean, they did start very small, but once they'd started from a garage or a student, you know, room in in Harvard or something, they, they did get a lot of investment capital, and, and that's where America does score high with these companies because they're all American, because they seem to have. The, the ability to, to fund these startup companies big time. You know, uh, they put millions into these companies before they'd ever made a penny. You know, Amazon was losing money for six, seven years and as an as online bookstore, but they kept investing, didn't they? They kept putting the money in and now they dominate the market around the world. Uh, they're even into TV and this sort of stuff. And, you know, you look at companies like Netflix, who are now one of the dominant figures in TV and film production. Uh, they're making fabulous films and shows that, you know, they'll be featured in, you know, the Golden Globe Awards and this sort of thing. That that company started off as a, a video rental company that would send you videos for, for a week and then you'd send them back. And, and they've grown to this size, but it takes investment. And this is where, uh, as I said, the, the American seem to have a, a capital system where they, they, they can attract large amounts of capitals and, and and take a chance on companies that haven't made any money. You know, if you watch the the program, The Dragon's Den here, you know, you see these entrepreneurs sitting back like this. Well, you haven't made any money, have you? You're, you're not making a profit. You, I'm not going to give my inheritance to you because, you know, 
you haven't made a profit yet. Where's your accounts? Oh, you're telling me your company's worth a half a million when you haven't made any profits? Well, this is where they've, they've got it wrong. They're seeing things in a small, narrow way. If, if the, the companies that invested in Apple and uh, Amazon said, well, you haven't made a profit, so you're not worth anything. And, and then you look at the way that, that the market is investing in uh, Jeff, uh, in, in, into Elon Musk's company, Tesla. You know, they were losing money and, and only just started making a small profit recently. They, they were losing money hand over fist, but they, they had that investment there. They had the investment there to keep them going because they, they can see the long-term vision. And I think that's where sometimes the, the banks here don't really have that, that, they don't seem to have that long-term vision to back companies because the, the very large tech companies are mostly American or foreign owned. And, you know, the, the, the one big large tech company we had, which was Arm, and Arm is a company based in Cambridge that was, uh, they, they manufacture things that are in every mobile phone device virtually. They, they were worth billions and they've now been sold to uh, a, a Japanese company, uh, a, t a Japanese tech, tech company. So they're not even in British hands anymore. But there's, there's very few British companies that are coming through in the big way uh, and that, um, you know, the, these tech companies have, have come through in the last few years. And yet there is money here. There's money here for tech startups. There's that we have a load of tech startups in the UK. We have many more tech startups than, than most other countries. But getting them to the next level, uh, we seem to be lacking uh, in, in terms of market investment. Uh, you know, my, my son works in a company in, in San Francisco that was started by a, a guy not long out of uh, college. And my son was at college in, at university with him in, in the London University. And he got 20 million to start a company dealing with advertising on gaming platforms. And you look at him, he just looks like a kid. But he got that money in San Francisco, and now the company's been sold for, I, I don't know how much, millions and millions. It's been taken over by uh, Blackstone, the big hedge fund. So it, it was obviously a multi, multi-million dollar deal. But I, I can't imagine him, that guy going to Dragon's Den and then saying, look, I've got this idea for a platform to sell advertising on gaming platforms. They'd be going, what are you talking about? You know, uh, and, and they just wouldn't, you think they were gonna give him money to, to set this company up? No way, it, it just wouldn't happen. He had to, he was studying in, in the UK I, and in, in the University College London, where he did his masters with, with my son. And he then set up his, his tech company in San Francisco because he knows that's where the money is, that's where the, the big tech startups are. And that's why America is now benefiting from that that company and the, and that the the profits and the earnings from that company and the taxes it generates and the employment it generates, and that company is now has got offices all over the world. So so that's my message to you today: is it's never too late to start a business or you know start investing or buying properties or whatever it is you want to do. You know Ray Kroc didn't start McDonald's or he didn't. At start the franchise side of it. He didn't start McDonald's. He took it over and 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 franchised it out. The idea, but I th I believe he was in his fifties when he did that. Uh, Colonel Sanders, the original Colonel Sanders guy, was was sixty five. That's a long you know it's an old story. That uh, he he had this idea for this chicken and he went round to a thousand different people to ask uh, for 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 financing for it and you know eventually sold that company on for millions. So he he was already. In, 
retired and, and broke at 65 when he, when he started that company. So, so never think it's too late to get started. And certainly in property, yes, you could say, well, property's gone up in the last few years. It's not going to go up anymore. It's going to go back to zero, isn't it? No, I don't think so. Property's been going up for a thousand years and it's not going to go back to zero. So there, there'll always be a need for property. And if you want to get into property, it, it don't think, oh, it can't be done now because it, that was all in the 80s and the 90s and the 2000s. So it's too late now. It can't be done. That's nonsense. I know people who've started in property, you know, just in the last two or three years. And they've already built up, you know, a, a portfolio of over a million pounds. And they've they've actually jumped far ahead of people that have been doing it for years, but not really taking it seriously and not doing it properly. And they did that because they had the training. They did that because they went on courses they learn from experts. They stood on the shoulders of giants where they could see far ahead. And, you know, they, they learned things from people that had done it before. And that saved them 10, 20 years of, of, of trial and error and trying to do it themselves. So if you want to get into something like this, if you want to learn how to, to invest in property, just, just drop me a line. Charles at charleskelly.net. Or if, you, if you're listening on the Facebook, uh, just, just, just Facebook messenger me. And I'll, I'll tell you how you can get onto these courses. Some of them are free. You can do a free taste a day to learn how to get started in property and how to invest using none of your own money. And incidentally, none of your own money sounds like, oh, you can't do that, can you? No, you, can't. you need money to make money. Well, no, you don't. Do you think that the people that started Apple and Microsoft and, and Amazon, uh, they, they didn't use all of their own money. They were just young guys. You know, they had massive investment from other people's money and the Google guys, they had massive amounts of investments and Facebook. If you watch, if you watch the Facebook movie, you'll see that they had uh, a lot of money from backers. Alphabet, uh, Alibaba was the same. He, he got backers very early. He knew how to use, Jack Ma knew how to use other people's money from a very young age. And, and he, he, he got people to invest in, in, in the company very early on. So don't think that you can't do the same on a smaller scale in property they, they had investment bankers and hedge funds and, and these sort of things but lots of people start businesses using angel investors joint ventures partners uh, people just just backing them so there are and there are lots of methods in property to make money from property using none of your own money or using other people's money or investing in property and refinancing it out to, to, to move on to the next one so check out my if, if, you, if you want to do this if you think you know, you, you've got it in you to, to do this because, believe me, if you're relying on things like state pensions, I'd forget it. The state pension is going to be pushed back, back and back and back. And, you know, eventually by the time you retire in 20 years, time, you probably need to wait till 80 to get it. Well, I'm exaggerating a bit. But, you know, the state pension in America and the UK, it, there's no fund there. You, you've got to remember, there is no fund there. I saw a speech by Ronald Reagan today where he was saying in 1964 that it, it's all a bit of a scam because th there's no social security fund there. And the people that started it just said, well, that's all right, because long, long we can just keep taxing people to pay it. Well, they're going to run out of people to tax if there's more, more and more elderly and retired people and they, they outnumber the, the working people by four to one. How is that going to work? That There's not going to be enough people there to pay the taxes. So what I'm saying to you is that you need to row your own boat and do something yourself. Now, yes, you can fund pension schemes yourself. You can fund uh, a scheme. You can put as much money as you can into that. But that's not easy. And the returns in some of these funds are not very good. It's, it's not easy when you're, you know, uh, 
either you know trying to buy your house or you've got young kids or you've got family it's not until you're a bit older that you have the money to put into these schemes when, when maybe the kids are off your hand and by then you haven't got the time to build up the sufficient funds in the pension scheme so you may have to think about investing in some way and, and property is one of those ways you, you can do it because you can get leverage you can get other people's money and then you, you can still enjoy uh, a percentage of the profits so think about that uh, and uh, just remember that this is the day when Tesla overtook Volkswagen to become the second largest company car making company in the world by market capitalization they're only second behind Toyota and they're way ahead of you know the old Fords and General Motors and all these sort of things yeah you might think the the valuation is unre unrealistic but you know the market gets things wrong sometimes but often they don't get things wrong you know people thought the market was crazy when they valued Amazon so highly but look at the money it's making now look at the money Apple and Facebook are making so the market gets some things wrong but not always and clearly there's some very smart money going into Tesla at the moment so thanks for listening this is Charles Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save earn invest accumulate and enjoy more money drop me a line on Facebook Messenger or Charles at charleskelly.net if you're interested in getting into property and learning how you can invest in property using none of your own money thanks very much and bye for now